what's up? This is JM, host of the Celebrity Grill podcast on iTunes, and you're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Network. All barbecue and grilling, all the time. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How's it going? <laughs> You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what? What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate fifty four wieners. Delicious, Lebertius. Shit feast. I'm shaking like a dog. Shit peach seeds. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Hey, welcome back, and you are now into the second hour with us. It's the Barbecue Central Show, and we talk about barbecue and grilling type stuff. If you want to jump in on the show, this is the hour to do it. 216-220-0966. That's the hotline. You can also hit me on the email, uh, greg at the BBQ Central Show. I'm telling you, I, I don't want to pull. If you love Facebook, if you love Facebook, I don't want to discourage you from using it. But the conversation that is going on in the YouTube chat right now, Uh-oh. I don't even know what to say. There's one of the bumpers that says, you know, if you don't know this show, you might think you've turned into, you tuned into the best triple X show ever on the internet. That's holding true for a lot of what's happening in the YouTube chat right now, because you could just roll across this live show and not hear what I say. And then you just start reading the chat and you're like, Oh boy, it's the show within the show. It's the best part of the show, not the show and the content and the guests. It's the chat of the show with other centralites interacting with each other and talking about what's happening on the show. Or typically the best conversation is nobody's talking about what's going on in the show. They've struck up their own independent conversation. They're having their own show. It's an additional show that I get to monitor from time to time. So if you haven't tried out the YouTube live portion of this show, you're stuck on Facebook. Which, by the way, as I say each and every week, I do not monitor any of the chat on Facebook. So if you leave me a comment, I will have to get to it after the fact. But if you come over to YouTube, which more and more of you are, a little light tonight, it's better there than it is on Facebook because there's a lot of interaction, a lot of luminaries. Still to come on this show this evening, there may or may not be some feline poetry. There may or may not be some recap of Seton Hill orientation college type stuff from last Friday. Maybe. Maybe. We may also take your phone calls if you want to jump in. This is the hour to do it. 216-220-0966. You can also email Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Closing out the show at some point, 
We will be revisiting the Brisket Dwarf phone call that happened almost a year ago, as I had mentioned in the open. The actual anniversary of that phone call is July 3rd. We will not be live on July 3rd. It will be a couple days after that, and I'd rather not get to it after the fact, like that following Tuesday. So we'll do it a few weeks early here. Of course, we have Embedded Correspondence segment next week. And we the first hour, I'm really excited about. In fact, let me pull up my, uh, as we say in England, schedule, and I will tell you exactly what's happening. In the first hour, we have, oh, you ever heard of this guy? America's Butcher making his triumphant return back to the Barbecue Central Show Jungle. Pat LaFrieda will be in at 9.35. But before Pat, we are going to be talking to a gentleman by the name of Chris Hughes from Broken Arrow Ranch. Do you know about Chris Hughes? Have you Googled Broken Arrow Ranch? Do you have any idea why I'm having him on this show? Probably not, unless you are from that portion of Texas or you're really into deer and axis hunting or whatever that is. But if you have... I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but Texas is a pretty big state. A lot of acres going on there. A lot of undeveloped acres. For as much as they're developing Texas, and they are at a rapid rate, there's still a lot of wilderness and undeveloped land out there. Uh, Robin, if you and Scott are interested, I heard there's an extra 20 acres in Texas. If you're looking, I don't know. And with that comes... Deer and you know all this, so you want to have a little bit of wildlife thinning. Thinning. These guys are a one-stop shop. They show up on your property with this USDA inspected. They have a USDA inspector on this trailer. It's like a mobile butchery department, and they send dudes out in pickup trucks with high-powered rifles, and they just shoot deer. Uh, nicely. <laughs> Somehow they're able to evaluate the ones that are like not so healthy, and then they execute. Then they harvest them right there, throw them right up onto this trailer. There's a USDA inspector right there. They get the inspection. They butcher it down. It's refrigerated, obviously. And then they take it back. You can buy this stuff on their. I would. Uh, I believe my pal uh, Jason uh, had sent me a link about this show, and I watched it. I was immediately enthralled. So I'm hoping that you're gonna enjoy the conversation that I have with Chris Hughes. And then, of course, it is the fourth Tuesday of the month next week, if you can believe it. And that will bring the embedded correspondence, and who knows what kind of shenanigans we're going to be pulling off in the second hour. So that's what you have to look forward to next week. America's Butcher, Pat LaFrieda, and I'm not even going to tell you what we're talking about, but it's already been game-planned and outlined, and we're ready to rock and roll. Could be Pat LaFrieda's best-ever appearance. I'm billing it as potentially the best-ever appearance. It is on the short side of the segment, too. Broken Arrow Ranch leading off Chris Hughes and then Embedded Correspondence. We're loaded. For next week. Come on. Who's not excited about that? I am. I know I am. 
Don't forget, you can follow me socially if you're not at BBQ Central Show on Instagram and Twitter slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less this Friday, episode 77 as we journey back to March 2014. Then IBCA president, that's International Barbecue Cookers Association president, Lynn Shivers came on the show for the first time and we talked about the IBCA history, where it was heading to back then. Uh, Obviously, we won't talk too much about it now because it took place five years ago. But you get a good history of IBCA and how it has progressed over the years. And then in the second portion of that show, Clarence Joseph, who is the pitmaster of Mama and Papa Joe's Barbecue, also appears. And we talked about barbecue in general, how he got into barbecue in uh, just from a high level, and then when he found competition. Of course, he's a big IBCA guy as well, or at least he was back in 2014. And we talk about why he found his most interest in competition being governed by IBCA. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. That's the only way you can get the best of show. And that is delivered to your podcast catcher around 1 a.m. on Friday morning. So you have ample time to get caught up on not only the Wednesday, Thursday podcast, if you missed a live Tuesday show, but then you get the Friday special delivery of the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less. Last week, I was playing you some audio of... David Huff, who got a coverage ticket of the Meat Church barbecue class that he does in his backyard. He did it with Malcolm Reed, and we heard the interviews that he took with Matt and Malcolm, but he also got a couple interviews with some of the guests. One was from a dude named Enrico from Italy, and here's what he had to say. Okay, what's your name and where'd you come from? Uh, my name is Enrico, and I come from Italy, Northern Italy. What brought you all the way here to Italy? learn from this class? I'm a huge fan of uh, Matt's products. I wanted to improve my barbecue skills. I probably I would start a business about barbecue in Italy because there is no authentic barbecue in Italy. Crime. And I really like the class because, you know, the way to trim a brisket properly, techniques, uh, temperatures. I really enjoyed it. Is there anybody teaching that in Italy? Uh, Yes, but you know it's, it's it's not authentic barbecue. Yeah, they cook it in oven, and the barbecue oven. culture in Italy is not so common. Usually, we intend barbecue as grilling because in Italy there's a huge grilling tradition, but not authentic barbecue. Not the traditional yeah. smoker, low and slow. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, what have you learned in this class today? Do you feel like? It was worth the trip over here and the money spent. Do you think you were getting a good knowledge base? Yes, yes, okay. definitely. It was it was very useful. Is there anything maybe you'd recommend or you'd like to see different about the class? It's been perfect to me. All right, thank you very much for your time. Look at David Huff pulling these professional-style interviews. Good job, Dave. Maybe next week we'll get to the last one, who I've entitled A Lady from Texas. I don't want to get too specific. But a lady from Texas. We're rounding out those in-person interviews. If you missed the show last week, go back and get it on podcast. I'll talk to you about Green Mountain Grills right now. Some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market. That's right. Three different models to choose from. Sizes, I mean, of course. Jim Bowie is the biggest one. Daniel Boone is middle size. Davy Crockett, that's the portable one. Believe it or not. 
We got the NBA draft on Thursday, and then while we have a couple weeks of baseball season in the spotlight, football season is going to be coming soon, and that means tailgating. Davy Crockett is the best sized tailgater you can possibly have. If you want wood fired, pellet fired taste, you have the ability to take this Davy Crockett right in your car. If you don't have availability of a traditional power outlet, you can plug it right into the 12 volt adapter in your car. You can cook up to two, maybe three pork butts in there. So, I mean, that's a substantial tailgating feast, depending on how many fatsos you have in your camp and what kind of eating they do and drinking. So you got to drink when you're in the uh, the tailgate. I heard. I heard that. At least you do in, in the Muni lot here in Cleveland. Now, if you want something a little bigger, Daniel Boone, Jim Bowie, as I mentioned before, both of those obviously can have the guts ripped right out of them, and now you can put that pizza insert in there. That's 125 maybe 130 bucks. So worth it. You can have pizza parties at your house every weekend, hell, every day if you want. 24 hours a day. Just keep pellets in that cooker. You can open your own pizza store. Cook them in two to three minutes, depending on how hot you run that cooker. So fun. Make any pizza you want just how you like it. Make your own. Take it out in two or three minutes and then make somebody else their very own pizza. Nothing says true love like pizza. (laughs) GreenMountainGrills.com. That's GreenMountainGrills.com. And we are back with Feline Escapades with a special guest who will remain nameless for now. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show right here on the Barbecue Central Network. Giving you a monthly visit from a doctor of barbecue, a man actually named Meathead, the author of a barbecue bible, bloggers, reviewers, competitors, and manufacturers by the dozens. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Smithfield. That's right. Hey, are you signed up for the Smokin' with Smithfield National Barbecue Championship? Registration is free, so sign up today. Hit SmokinWithSmithfield.com. That's S-M-O-K-I-N, SmokinWithSmithfield.com for all the deets. And if you are ready to find out where you rank against all competitive barbecue teams across the country, you visit the same website to check out your rank on the Smokin' with Smithfield National Barbecue Championship leaderboard. Again, that's SmokinWithSmithfield.com. That's S-M-O-K-I-N, SmokinWithSmithfield.com. You do have to be registered. doesn't cost any money, but you do have to be registered in order to be available to be potentially picked and or qualify for that year-end National Barbecue Championship that they are sponsoring. And again, that website is SmokinWithSmithfield.com. We have a lot of different things 
going on here this evening. As I had mentioned, we had a number of dropouts over the course of the last uh, up to three, four hours before the show, believe it or not. Rarely it happens, dropouts, but they came fast and furious like the plague of the uh, late 1600s. And here to fill in just for a little bit, maybe the whole segment, who knows? It's up to her and the content she's bringing is my 18-year-old daughter, Bobby Rampey. Bob, what's up? Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I have to find our interview screen here properly. There you go. Am I on camera? Um, yes, you are on camera, though you can't see yourself. And you are going to need to move the microphone a little closer to yourself and talk uh, brightly and clearly. And then I can make adjustments. Don't do that. That's annoying. So... We have a couple different things that we're going to attempt this evening. First of all, uh, you do claim me as your father, correct? Yes. Yes, I'm your father. Um, Last Friday, before we get into the feline frenzy, are you pro-cat? Yes. Like on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you love cats? 11. 11? Yes. Really? Yes. If you never had a cat in your life again, start. I'm not even finished with the question yet. I know. Starting tomorrow, if all the cats were magically taken away by cat Santa Claus and redistributed to homes that really needed cats, but you couldn't get another cat, would you think about that the rest of your days? Yes. Really? Yes. Would it bother you? Yes. Or would you be like, oh, Snickers has in a better home with Jeeves? I'd run away to find them. How would you know where to go? I don't know. I would look everywhere. Oh, dear. They're my cats. Uh, Bobby, what do you know about eyebrow blending? Are you a big eyebrow person? No. Look at them. No. But that's a big thing amongst you girls, right? I mean, People uh, fill in their eyebrows, but I don't. Is that the, the brush that's got the color in it, and you wipe it across your brush, and it fills, fills your eyebrow in? Why are you laughing at me? Everybody can see you laughing. Don't laugh at your father. You know what I'm talking about? Like Maddie's got some brush yeah, thing. I know it. Is that a filler brush? Yeah, it's like, um, it's filling in your eyebrows. Yeah, I know not, what I'm talking. Not about. eyebrow blending. Is that a thing? Eyebrow blending? I don't think so. Uh, okay. Well, remember, it's a lot of men here in this show, so I can say blending, and if I say it authoritatively, people think I know what I'm talking. Don't roll your eyes at me. I can see you. No, oh. you can't see me, but I can see you. So, um, but people like you girls have like eyebrow parties where you'll like, uh, wax your eyebrows and stuff, right? Um, doesn't that happen? I mean, kind of. Why are you pretending like this doesn't happen? Because no one's like, oh my God, let's hang out and have a party to do our eyebrows. Nobody? No. You sure? 100%. Hmm. Uh, maybe I'll ask Maddie, hey, can you do my eyebrows? That's it. But it's no party? No. You're not going to break out the Coca-Cola, have Mm-mm. some Funyuns? No. Ew. Tell boy stories? No. No? All right. So, what's the agenda this evening? I have a special book for everyone. Okay. It's a poem book by cats called I Could Pee on This. Did you just say it's a poem book by cats? Yes. By cats. Hmm. Okay. And uh, these are poems that uh, humans wrote if they thought they were cats, or do you firmly believe that these were dictated by cats to humans to put in book form? Firmly believe that these were written by cats. Okay. 
Well, share one with us if you don't mind. Okay. I have plenty. You have plenty? I have a whole bunch. Great. All right. Let's hear the first one and then we'll see how it goes. You might be on your way out. Okay. The first one is called I Could Pee on This. Hmm. Her new sweater doesn't smell of me. I could pee on that. She's gone out for the day and left her laptop on the counter. I could pee on that. Her new boyfriend pushed my head away. I could pee on him. She's ignoring me, ignoring her. I could pee everywhere. She's making up for it by putting me on her lap. I could pee on this. I could pee on this. The end? The end. I like it. Like when they said uh, he pushed my head away, I could pee on him. I would pee on him, too. Mm. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> if I was a cat. Okay. <laughs> Should I do another? Okay, here we go. Feline poem number two. This one is called, I Lick Your Nose. Mm. I lick your nose. I lick your nose again. I drag my claws down your eyelids. Oh, you're up. Feed me. That's the truth. What it what it should say is, oh, you're up at 4.30 in the morning? <laughs> Feed me. That hits close to home. That's why I picked it. Hmm. I mean, John Dawson, John Dawson in the instant chat, Bobby, says, oh, you have cats too. Do you want to trade recipes? <laughs> you don't like that? What? Yeah, he said it. <laughs> He's from the hinterlands. Can you define hinterlands? Me? Yeah, you. China? John Dawson from China. Yes. People in China eat cats. Wow. I mean, that is unbelievable that you would say that. You you don't know that. Haven't you? It's all over the internet. They eat cats and dogs. They have a whole festival. Bobby, shh. You can't say that everybody from somewhere does that. You can't say that. You don't know that. Okay, next poem. Please, next poem. Racist. This one is called, Why Are You Screaming? Why are you screaming? What did I do wrong? Why are you crying? How can I make it right? Would you like it in a different color? Would you like it in a different size? Would you like it in a different room? I just wanted to show my love. I just wanted to express my thanks. I just wanted to put a dead mouse on your sheets. But now you are screaming, and I don't know how to make you stop. I'm glad we don't have dead mice on our sheets. Although, remember that one time when one of those cats, probably Peanut, definitely Peanut, had the dead, hmm, was that a mouse or a chipmunk? Somebody let him in and didn't check his mouth. I think it was Marley. And he ran up underneath my bed and he laid it underneath our bed. Luckily, it had already been expired. But the more I thought about it, I was like, well, even if that mouse is alive, how worried am I? Because that cat kills everything. Everything. They would have found it. No claws on that cat either. I don't know if you knew that. On Peanut, no claws. I knew that. He kills everything. Ah, I have another. How upset if somebody gave you food? You like to eat. I love it. If somebody 
gave you food and you started eating it and you thought it tasted good and then they were like, oh, that's cat. Would that ruin your life? Mm-hmm. That would be too much for you? Yeah. Would you ever try horse? No. But you'll wear the shirt? Yeah. Weird. It's fun. <laughs> this one this one is dedicated to Snickers. Hold on. Snickers, the anxiety cat, who, by the way, pees on everything, if you're paying attention. <laughs> This is this reminds me of him because he has to take medicine. Do you want some uh like some music behind it? Um no, it's okay. You sure? Yeah. Okay. This one is called I'm not paranoid. All right. I'm not touching my food because there's a pill in it. I'm not having that treat because there's a pill in it. I'm not going near your hand because there's a pill in it. I'm not playing with that toy because there's a pill in it. I'm not going into that room because there's a pill in it. I'm not sleeping on that couch because there's a pill in it. I'm not looking at the sky because there's a pill up there. I'm not doing anything because there's a pill everywhere. You may think I'm paranoid. You may think I'm rather nuts. But you're not going to fool me twice. And besides, I think I can cure a hookworm with my mind. That last line really ties it together. Let me tell you something. That poem, as you said, dedicated to Snickers, couldn't be more timely because have you seen the pills that this cat has to take? Because uh, I don't want to pull the curtain back too much for the centralites who are probably tuning out at the rate of five people a second for uh, cat poems. Wait, no is that offense. real? But uh, I, I don't know. But um, he... Uh, he has high anxiety, right? And recently, within the last, what has it been, two months? How's the temperature in here, by the way? Great. You like it? You want it cooler? Yeah. No. I have the air conditioner right up there. Did you notice that it was like so cool anymore? It's really nice in here. It was hot. Yeah. So, um, what was I saying? The temperature. Oh, yeah. So recently, the cat has taken to, um, let's say, uh, peeing. And throwing at, up. At, mostly peeing at random spots in the house. On the main floor, not upstairs that we know about. He threw up up there. Yes, but not pee. I'll take throw up every day of the week over pee. But randomly, so, you know. Take him to the vet to draw a little blood. And, you know, I'm not a huge let's spend an exuberant amount of money on a cat when, as somebody so eloquently put in the chat room, the Humane Society is giving away free cats, right? But I want to make sure that the cat's healthy. And so, you know, we will uh, spend some money on this. But the cat gets a clean bell. Cat's got anxiety. So we put the calming collar on him we plug in stuff that's supposed to make the cat calm throughout the house still pissing a little bit here and there and then we took him back to the vet and they gave him some pills as you're talking about these things are so freaking small and it's half of one of those so i have to get it in half with like a little mini screwdriver that's how small this thing is crush it into powder form mix it into his wet food that son of a bitch can smell it, and he won't eat it. The the amount of medicine that is available is so minuscule. 
I don't think an ant could smell it. An ant would eat it in like one swoop and not even think twice about it. That cat put his nose down into that food two hours ago and just looked up and gave me middle paw and said, I'm out. He's he wouldn't eat it. it. It is so not a lot of medicine. But you're right. That pill, it's a pill everywhere, a pill everywhere. And you know, I could jam a pill down his throat one time, but that's it. Then that's not going to do anybody any good because he's going to run away from me going Mm on. I mean, come on. All right, we got another one? Yes. This one's a little bit of advice from the cats. Okay, advice from cats. It's called give. You can't hold someone who wants to leave. You can't clutch a memory as if it were today. You can't take an insult close to heart. You can't grasp for glory from your chair. You can't seize life thinking only of loss. And you can't grab a laser pointer dot on the wall, no matter how much you try. I wasn't done. It was funny. These hard-earned truths I give to you. The end. <laughs> I love laser dots. A lot of these remind me of Snickers in some way. Yeah. All right, so let me ask you this. Last Friday, we venture out east of Pittsburgh to the great land of Seton Hill University in Greensburg, Pennsylvania. Now the days are drawing ever so close, sir. What did you do there? Well, when we arrived, I got my name tag. So did you, maybe. No. No. Um, and then we left, and we started doing icebreakers. No one talked. And then... <laughs> like, what's an icebreaking question? They were like, okay, they? get Trust into fall? groups. They were like, say your name and where you're from. Everyone went around the room. And they were like, okay, now go into groups of three. Say something, like, say your name, where you're from, and something about yourself. Then you just do that? Yes. Okay. And we did it every time we switched stations. Oh. I heard everyone's name about 20 times that day. And you know everybody? No. I don't know anyone. Um, what else did we do? You register for class? Yes. Mm-hmm. You're, I got my classes. Oh, here's the, here's breaking news. A barbecue central show. Breaking exclusive news, news update. Greg Rempe in the breaking news desk here in Cleveland, Ohio. Breaking news that Bobby Rempe is part of the very first nursing class of Seton Hill. So 2023, potentially, you could be coming out as the first class of nurses that Seton Hill is putting through. Hopefully we're good. And a lot of the people at campus were like, oh, we're very excited for this little nursing class that we have. Mm-hmm. This program is really going to take off. You're going to be piloting that. Oh yeah, yeah. Very OG. Exciting. And are you are you really looking forward to being a nurse in life? Yes. Like what most excites you about? What kind of nurse do you want to be? I don't know yet. I was thinking surgical nurse because I don't want to go to school to be a doctor. Because who does? Yeah, that's too long. Too much money. Yeah, and then. I don't want to be a nurse practitioner because that's hard. Like, that's harder. 
and H- more school. Harder than being a doctor? No. Than a nurse? Yes. Okay. But the one thing about a nurse is you got to deal with all the dirty stuff. Like what? Puke and poop. Oh, and- like real life stuff. Yeah. Mm. So you're not looking. So that's why you might want to be an OR nurse. Yeah. Even though you'd probably Plus have to Plus I think deal surgeries are cool. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like cancer, like, you know, where they do the um, chemo and or like ICU or kids. Hmm. Uh, put up your tattoo. Somebody's asking to see what it says. What does that say? Can you see it? Well, I mean, you're a little far away, but what does it say? That. Oh, 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 okay. Now go from uh, elbow back so they can read it. Huh? Yeah, there you go. Right there. Thy will be done. Yes. Okay. Why did you get that? Because um, my teacher said something. Well, she said that on a retreat we were on after everything with Walsh happened. And I was like stressing about what I was going to do for college. And Nobody knows what, what, what that means, but that's right. Everything fell apart. And I didn't know what I was going to do anymore. And I was worried. And so she was like. Well, let me back it up for the, because my listeners will have no idea what you're talking about. But from a sports standpoint, you had been committed to one college going into your junior year, pretty much. Yes. And then at the end of this past year, the coach left and you didn't know if you were going to stay or release and then try and get picked up for another school. So there was a lot of turmoil going on. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was in a short amount of time, which right. made me more stressed. Right. While I was in the middle of ending senior year and trying to keep my grades up mm. and, and still have volleyball yep. and work. And the coach that left was also going to still be your J.O. coach. Weird. Just kidding. She quit. Like the last tournament or two. She was there for most of the year. I'm not going to say anything. No? Whatever. Anyways. When did the underage drinking start? Uh-oh. What? It's that show. I'm just kidding. Get that big stuff out of here. <laughs> I'm kidding. Wait, what? It was a, it's a joke. It's, a, it's just a joke. Jerry Springer joke. Oh. Um, so now we are headed to Seton Hill, as we had mentioned, and we're, you were picked up, better deal, all yeah. this stuff. So that's the... Uh, so that's the... Meaning behind the tattoo. Mm-hmm. It, it, like you, you look at it and you're like, I'm at peace. This helps me through. It's like motivational for you or what? It's just a reminder that things are going to go the good way, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Do you want to like sit in for the next segment or you want to head out? What Bris- does that mean? Brisky Dorf uh, Revisited is coming up. You ever hear of the Brisky Dorf segment phone call? Yeah. yeah. So you can leave if you want. That's right. Okay. You didn't seem too motivated by that. I wasn't done reading. Girls, okay. girls can grill say, uh, beautiful, you got this. Thanks for sharing. How about that? Thank you. Christy Vanover Thank from you. Nevada, Las Vegas. Thank you. Um, so am I done? You're done. Oh. Or if you want to share like one more when we come back, and then I'll get into Brisky Dorf. It's okay. Maybe next time. I'll be here next Tuesday. Oh, great. Okay, well, then uh, let me turn your mic off. Then you're all set to go. Okay, bye. Thank you. There she is, Bobby. Headed to Greensburg.
John Solberg is saying, bail while you can. Briskydorf is coming up. I can't hear you with these in my Sorry. Hey, let me talk to you quickly about Big Papa Smokers. Number one online shop for all things barbecue. Curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies will get you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Everything at Big Papa Smokers has been Pitmaster approved by Sterling Big Papa Ball himself. From the award-winning rubs and sauces to the American-made grills and smokers, Big Papa Smokers has everything you need to become a better outdoor cook. They have 13 perfectly balanced spices and rubs. Sweet Money Cattle Prod, Cash Cow, Money, Happy Ending, just to name a few. Also, they have a great partnership with Steph Franklin over at Simply Marvelous. And you put those two together and you have the West Coast offense. They also own Granny's Barbecue Sauce. If you're looking for a new go-to barbecue sauce that would please everyone, give Granny's a try. And aside from the premium selection of rubs and sauces... They got the very best cookers available on the market today. How about the Mac 2-Star General Pellet Grill? Meathead loves his. Sterling loves his. They are the exclusive Mac dealer on the internet, and they even offer special packages. If you're a backyard barbecue enthusiast looking for some other stuff, hey, why not try the old Hickory Ace BP? Everybody loves that. Why not try the uh, number of other cookers that... Sterling is selling on that website. If you're not sure of what grill you need, you really can't go wrong with anything on BigPapaSmokers.com. Check them out at BigPapaSmokers.com. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Craig Rampey. And this portion of the show being brought to you by Fireboard. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously. Connect to Wi-Fi for cloud-based monitoring or connect to via Bluetooth. If you have Alexa or Google Assistant in your home, you're in luck because Fireboard fully integrated with both. Find out more by visiting Fireboard.com or call 816-945-2232. That's Fireboard.com or 816-945-2232. I just used my Fireboard as I was cooking that tomahawk steak. From Costco last night before uh, that was reverse sear on the Traeger, and then I took it on the Weber for a high heat finish. Stover, what's happening, man? Hey, what's up? Stover! What's going on? Nothing. I I didn't know if you were going to introduce me as someone else or whatever, but uh, I'm happy to be sober for a sec. Oh, um, I I don't know. Like, uh, should I be introducing you to somebody else? Well, I told you that you can never call me sober again and only refer to me as the barbecue hunter. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> wait, hold on. Let's 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 start again. Hold on. Let me okay. put you back on hold. All right, let's go to the hotline. It looks like uh, uh, it's bar- hey barbecue hunk. How are you? Hey, man, that's really hunky of you. Hey, I am on hashtag hunk patrol. Thank you. <laughs> So how's how's uh, how, how's barbecue yeah how's barbecue hunk working out for you? Uh, I'm putting zero time into barbecue hunk and more time into other people's <laughs> hunky projects. But, uh, uh, it's going fine. Did you name follow, man. Did you name your uh, baby son hunk uh, BBQ hunk junior? 
Oh, yeah, BBQ Hunk the Fourth. Yes, the Fourth, right. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Hunk. Uh, Doug Durda has fallen over in giddiness. He's like, yes, BBQ Hunk is in. Robin Lindars is probably melting. Uh, probably more from the heat in Florida oh, man, than they're... actually your dulcet tones, but nevertheless. So, um, Jeez, I'm heating up Portland, Oregon. Oh, I'm raiding in all the way to Florida, oh, New York. Yes, yes. Pittsburgh. I love it. Cleveland. So, I mean, you've called not, nobody melts here except from the humidity, no matter what. Um, I was just going to get into the Brisky Dorf phone call. I don't know if you caught that last year or not. Oh, I listen to you every day, every minute, every hour. Really? Best fan ever. Love it. So, uh, if you do you like, do you want to hang out and like listen to me break it down and do some of that stuff? You can add in some of your own commentary, or you would just want to like hang up and listen, as they say in talk show lore. No, no. I, let me just hang on the phone. All right, hang on the phone. And uh, so, okay. So let me set this up properly for those of you who are, are not familiar with the show, or you've just found the show over the last handful of months and haven't started to dig through the extensive archives of the Barbecue Central show. Uh, about a year ago, so it was July 3rd of last year is when this call actually took place. And uh, we had just talked about the Barbecue Hall of Fame and uh, how I may or may not have been excluded because my attitude sucked. And then a phone call came in from somebody named Brisket Dwarf uh, from Porksville, Pennsylvania. So you'll hear it all here in just a sec. I'm just trying to give you a little setup. And uh, by far became a classic phone call. I don't know if it, this stands alone in its own category. In the very beginnings of the show, we would get calls from a guy by the name of Dan from Wachula. And those were historical phone calls as the show started to grow and it, it kind of become woven in the fabric. And there were some other phone calls that had uh, taken place as well over time. Of course, everybody remembers the Patrick Banks fake phone call when he gave me his wrong number and I called and some guy pretended like he was Patrick Banks for like five or six minutes before he got too inundated with real barbecue questions and then just hung up on me and then wouldn't answer back. Finally picked up with Patrick and he's like, I gave you the wrong phone number. And I'm like, well, who the hell was I talking to for the last six minutes? Doesn't matter. This phone call with Briskedorf is in the annals of some of the best phone calling that had taken place. And to this day, have no idea who this person is. But uh, you know me, I like to play along a little bit and give some people enough rope to hang themselves. Luckily, no hanging here, just classic phone call hijinks and hilarity. And I give to you to relive Brisket Dorf. Well, look at this. I got to buy fireworks. I got to leave. How about this, Desmond? Let's yep. go to the Traeger Grills hotline and okay. see who's calling in here. All right, let's do um, this. All right, I'm looking at this. I'm not sure... By the way, let me stop here just for one second. The other voice, I said Desmond, that's my neighbor, neighbor Desmond, who from time to time, very infrequently, will come in and sit on the show. Typically, he's drunk and he forgets to actually come on the show, but that's all right. We're not holding it against him. This time, he came to the show, and he just happened to be an organic part of this phone call. How to pronounce this name. Hold on a second. Let me dial up. John, are you there? I'm here. Um... The screen says uh, somebody calling in from Whole Hogwarts in Porksylvania. That's correct? That's correct. 
okay, well, I guess we'll uh, see how this goes. Uh, this is when my technology was really good, too, when I actually had a phone screener, uh, John from Michigan, but that, of course, it's petered <laughs> out as well, unfortunately. Dude. Greg, do you remember when you had a phone screener for like one week? One week that worked. I mean, for eight weeks, it never worked and I had a phone screener, but for one week, I had a phone screener. That was great. Uh, so we will hey, race. Hey, yeah. Stop the tape. Yeah. Greg, yeah. what you need is some sort of sound or something we yell so the audience doesn't get confused. All right. Uh, so I, think? I'll just say, here's the tape again. All right. Um, hold on. Let me see. Uh, do I have a little thing here? That's some inception. Uh, well, I need a noise. Yeah, I'm looking for a noise. Hold on. A well, day. I'm gonna go whoop 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 to. Uh, so you want a whoop whoop to stop, right? All right. We'll just say whoop whoop if you want to stop. Easy enough. Yeah, whoop it. All right. Uh, all right. We go back to the tape to the Traeger Grills hotline and go to somebody calling from Whole Hogwarts. Uh, okay. Whole Hogwarts. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Uh, where did that come from? This is Brisketsdorf, the barbecue wizard. And I have some great news to deliver from the National Wizardry and Grilling Council. You've been nominated for the Barbecue Wizard Hall of Fame. <laughs> well, what do you think about that, Desmond? I think it's fucking awesome. Uh, Desmond's got a uh, mouth like Robin Lindar's on him. What's up, Stover? You know, I knew that swear word was going to come. <laughs> I know it tickles you when people crowbar in those curses. Oh, they love curses. Love curses. All right, let's go back to the thing. I mean, it's highly unexpected. I'm not really up to date on the council. Who's on it? Uh, that's me, Brisketor, the barbecue wizard. Hmm. Uh, anybody else? That's it. Brisketor, me. No piggy potter, no piggy potter. I like that. All right. No piggy potter, just brisky dwarf. Brisky dwarf. All right. I'm talking to brisket dwarf, the barbecue wizard from Whole Hogwarts in Portsylvania. In case you missed that in the open, uh, brisket dwarf. Is that your first or last name? First things first, Greg. It's not brisket dwarf. It's brisky dwarf. Oh. oh. And that's my wizard name. So what I really, I'm stopping the tape here. What I really love yeah. is that the caller has decided to spell it out for Desmond. M-E-A-T. That was a, a classic. Desmond rolling right along with it, adding uh, Piggy Potter just like right off the cusp. And that was, uh, it was, it was pretty good stuff. You like it so far, Stover? Well, you know, jokes are funny when you have to explain them very slowly. Yes. M-E-A-T. <laughs> All right. Back to the tape. You know, Brisky, that joke probably works a little bit better in writing, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Great, don't give me that sass. I'll strike you down with my fiery post-oak wizard staff if you don't shut your trap. Oh, you don't oh. want to know what my wood is capable of, Greg. No. Wait a minute. <laughs> I do not want to know what that wood is capable of. Um, so why did you call again, Ribblesworth? Mm, right. Uh, okay, I'll play along. Who nominated me? 
an Instagram wizard with a beautiful name of Brian1749021 underscore for life underscore. I can't even look that shit up. <laughs> Move it too damn fast. Dollar sign triple X. Him? 420. You're telling me the guy who nominated me for the Barbecue Wizard Hall of Fame is the same guy who got drunk and roasted me after the NBBQA Awards when I came in fifth place? He's your biggest fan. Isn't that the guy that said I looked like a fifth string? Yeah. Greg. Yes. We've never really talked about this story on the air. <laughs> I was going to stop. This is an amazing stop. thing this, this I, wizard brought up. I, I was going to stop and try and uh give some context to that because he references some uh ridiculous twitter hand or uh instagram handle but this guy is uh he's like a real instagram person i don't know if his handle is that uh is that extravagant but no it's real i looked it up oh well, everyone's out there needs to verify it go back review oh, the tape yeah plug it in exactly and you will uh find hmm. A true uh, barbecue wizard. And this guy really didn't like me, though. He was, he said that I was like <laughs> underweight and he questioned if I even ate barbecue. I mean, he was, he was pretty critical of my physical appearance, which I have nothing. I mean, you know, there's not too much I can do with the way I look. Do you know the real reason I wanted to stop the tape, Greg, is so you would acknowledge that I beat you on Best Barbecue Podcast at the NBQA <laughs> Yeah, you, you got third place. Congratulations, by the way. Well, I know. I got fifth place. place. A, a, maybe a, yeah, yeah that, I'm not going to say anything else, but yeah, third place. Yeah, right? third, third place. And there hasn't been a new Best Barbecue show in like uh, uh, 16 months, but... You know, whatever. When, just because you stopped listening to it when uh, the barbecue on left the show just stopped recording. <laughs> oh, it didn't. I just I, I assume no. wrong. I assume wrong. So yeah, yeah. Y- you guys got third place. The rub got first <laughs> place. Uh, I forget who got. Was nope. it smoking hot bullshit? Got second place or something like that. So, I mean, uh, I was nowhere Not in the smoke. running. I was nowhere in the running, and I paid seventy five dollars. Well, I paid seventy five dollars and I got a tin medal. We got one of them, and there were two hosts. Yeah, well, a medal though is you know you hang it up in the uh, you hang it up in the trophy chest, and in, in yeah, Glencliff Media Studios. It. Yeah, well, he he stayed with the Glencliff Media Studios. It stays no, with no. the studio. It, it. <laughs> I know I left everything behind. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the tape. Wizard who was too thin to be in barbecue. <laughs> Yes. I believe his exact words were, uh, bro, does he even eat barbecue? He looks like some actor playing some third string, no lines wizard from some freaking Harry Potter movie. That's how I was nominated? <laughs> Who's else in this Hall of Fame? <laughs> Hold on, real question. Hold on. That's how I was nominated, Briskydorf? It's not exactly a yes. ringing endorsement. Tell me more about this Hall of Fame. Well, it's like the Barbecue Hall of Fame, but you're actually acknowledged by this one. <laughs> also, there Sheesh. were over 1,000 unique names nominated this year, and oh, Desmond, you'll like this one. They're all white. White? Yes, white, white wizards! Just like Gandalf. He was in the Hall of Fame once, but he was banned for using a propane incantation. That, and I kept pulling long, gross white hairs out of my barbecue sauce. Now, I know we won't have that problem with you, Greg. 
Why? Because you're bald. Oh, yes. Right. <laughs> Personal appearance, Mac. Appreciate that. Whoop, whoop. I mean, I would like to say that this caller was pretty uh, sharp in his wit, calling out my baldness. Uh, I think there was. I think he may have just foreshadowed a a racial tone into the Barbecue Wizard Hall of Fame. Did you get that pickup, Stover? Or I'm sorry, Barbecue Honk. <laughs> well, listen. Number one, I have some hair to spare. If you want me to, <laughs> yeah, you great. do. Wow. <laughs> I'm about to chop it off pretty wow. soon because the, the little Barbecue Honk keeps grabbing it and pulling it out. Yeah, that's no fun. <laughs> uh. Uh, and number two, I mean, I think he's talking about Gandalf, the white wizard. But he said all thousand nominees were white. <laughs> white wizard. And then he told my black neighbor, you'll like this. They're all white. I mean, to me, that's uh, a foreshadowing of, of racial overtone. I don't know. Well, it's, it sounded like he was he was right. It, it sounds like Desmond did enjoy it. Yeah. Well, maybe. All right. Let's see how much he did enjoy it. Oh, well, you're a wizard. Is there a spell for that ball thing, by the way? Let me consult my wizard tome. <laughs> uh, I have a hair growing spell, but it's just for the hands. To cast it, you give a few shakes of your wooden wand, and hair will magically grow out of your palms. Isn't wizardry fun? Uh, oh, it sure is. Desmond, is wizardry fun? Yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> Uh, Briskydorf, I can't help but notice that your uh, dialect kind of goes in and out depending on what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, oh, Craig, is that sass again? You know, I don't come to your job and smack the microphone out of your mouth. All right, so when do I get into the biz... Uh, oh, I'm sorry, not when do I get in, but when would I make it, or how do I make it, or when will I find out if I make the Barbecue Wizards Hall of Fame? That was a great question, Greg. You are a pro. Let me use magic to see. I will consult the bones. Oh, my. Oh. Barbecue spirits, to thee I speak. Is Greg the one the Hall of Fame seeks? Does he rise or does he sink? Daniel Vaughn thinks his attitude stinks. Uh, that's <laughs> not true. <laughs> that is <laughs> I was here for that one. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick, Greg, that that plays back to the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Daniel Bond is on the nominating committee. I'm just going to put this out there. You don't have to say it. We know there's a, a few people on that nominating committee for the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Yeah. You asked him a year ago why you weren't in the Barbecue Hall of Fame nominating uh, uh, consideration. And what did he say? Gen he said, I think you were disqualified for general attitude. He said that. One of the... One of the greatest lines in the history of the show. And Desmond was sitting in randomly for that, too. Well, Brisky Dorf is a genius, clearly. I guess. All right. Stand by. can't tell yes, if are. that lightning is good or bad, Desmond, but uh, what do the spirits say, Dwarfy? The spirits say, jerk who enter contest, win jerky contest. You won! And there's no fifth place in the Barbecue Wizard Hall of Fame, Greg, because everyone gets first place. Oh, and shit. I don't no want to be a part of this. Fifth place is for losers. Fifth place is for losers? So is third place. If everybody Very gets a trophy, I'm not, I'm not into this. <laughs> I don't want everybody getting there. Oh, you are banned from the Wizard Hall of Fame, Desmond. 
Oh, gee. So, Greg. Yes. Welcome. You, Greg, are inducted into the Barbecue Wizard Hall of Fame. Not, now, not because I'm white, I hope, right? This isn't a white and black. <laughs> no, this is a white wizard only. Oh, great. This is great news I for got, me. Sorry. I got, that, I got that Michael Jackson disease in reverse. <laughs> All right. Well, I've made it in. Racial error. I've made it in. Thank goodness. So let us play the official barbecue wizard anthem and repeat after me, Greg. Okay. So would Big Mo I ever be considered oh, 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 in this? Please, hold on. Shut your mouth, Desmond. Oh, jeez. I will cast my spell on you and banish you into eternity. I would just like to say that Briskydorf got really hot <laughs> under the collar. Uh, Desmond here. Over I mean, he was really PO'd. I could tell. He, he lets him have it again here in like a minute. But wow. He was pretty hot, wasn't he? Well, you banned him right off. Man. We yeah. ba- banned him, yeah. White Wizards. Says, don't you mess with me. Wow. All right. Uh, we, we continue. Get that weak stuff out of here. Now, re- right. Sorry. Go ahead. Now, repeat after me. Yes. I barbecue. Do not make this a joke, Desmond. I didn't say anything. No joke. <laughs> I barbecue wizard Rempy. I barbecue wizard Rempy. Pledge to represent all third string wizards. Pledge to represent <laughs> all third string wizards. And even though the regular barbecue hall of fame won't accept me. Wow. Even though the regular Barbecue Hall of Fame won't accept me. The Barbecue Wizard Hall of Fame welcomes me, presuming I pay my yearly membership fees. Oh, the Barbecue Wizard Hall of Fame welcomes me, presuming I pay... Wait a second. You know what? I'm never going to pay to enter another contest again. Oh, just about enough of your sass, Greg. You're just like neighbor Desmond. You're disqualified for general attitude. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've heard that one before, too. It's a recurrent hey, theme. There's always next year, right? Uh, anyway, <laughs> thanks for coming on the show, Brisky Dorf, the barbecue wizard from Whole Hogwarts in Porksylvania. Really appreciate it, I think. Although the undertones, I truly yeah. appreciate you being here. <laughs> Until we M E A T again, Greg and Desmond. <laughs> oh my lord! That Risky did North, not. Thank you. That did not just happen. Oh, that happened. So now, uh, for all of those folks out there that had never heard that before, there you have it. That's the Brisky Door phone call that I was talking about, and uh, people people are, uh, are are clamoring for more cat poems. Oh, jeez. I don't know what what that does uh, to our ratings, uh, Barbecue Honk, but uh, that's not boding yeah. well. Yeah. Well, you know, Greg, it's, it, I I love that my the the longest I've ever been on your show, including when I had a successful barbecue podcast, um, is right now, and my lead in was cat poems. Yeah, I mean, cat poems are great when you when you have a cancellation, you know, like hours before it. Sometimes it can be tough. You have to have cat poems on deck. <laughs> In order to fill it, time, potentially, you know. So we had cat. It kind of reminds me. It kind of reminds me of NBC, where they put Jay Leno's horrible show in front of Conan O'Brien and <laughs> right, sunk him. Right, exactly that. I mean, so, they were great poems. <laughs> of course, they're great poems that she didn't write herself. But hey, you know, who's counting? Doesn't matter. 
Do you know it's actually really difficult to find cat poems on the internet because right before I called in, I was desperately searching for cat poems. Really? Yeah, and I couldn't find a single good one. So mm. good honor. All right. Well, she found a whole book, uh, and the book was entitled uh, "I'll Pee on That." I think a collection of cat poems. <laughs> anyway, uh, there you have the recap of Briskydorf. Uh, some people are saying they'd rather have cat poems or winery or rehab. I mean, what can I tell you? Uh, this is a classic phone call that happened uh, within the fabric of the show, and it's about a year from now. So or, uh, it happened about a year ago. So we're just recapping it. We're reliving it, right? Barbecue hunk. I mean, for crying out loud, we got to relive yeah. the good and the bad. Uh, all right, so uh, we're coming I- up against it, and uh, I guess you got anything else you want to get out there, hunky? Before I turn you loose. No, I, I just like that you pretend we have an end time when this is a podcast, and we could go 12 hours if you wanted oh, to. Oh, no, it's not. That, it's not a podcast. This is a live show that is also being recorded that will be produced for podcasts later on Wednesday and Thursday. Of course, there's a solid, hard end time. Never question that again. That'll be it. Got it? <laughs> All, right. All right. I subject. Okay, then uh, I will see you tomorrow when we meet in person. Have a hunky night. All right. You too. Hunky night. Like There he is. The Barbecue Hunk. Follow him at BBQ Hunk on uh, uh, Instagram. Right? Right. All right. Let's see here. Let me catch this up. And now we're ready. All the way back in the first hour, Robin Lindar is the grill girl. Stayed uh, with me for like an hour, and we talked about a whole bunch of really cool live fire stuff. Second hour, we talked a little bit of collegiateness. Talked about some tattoos. We talked about some eyebrow blending, which I used the wrong term on. We read some cat poems. And then, uh, with the help of Barbecue Hunk, who happened to call in, we re-listened and relived. Brisket Dorf about a year ago. That call taking place that uh, has gone down into the history of one of the best, I, I guess, prank phone calls ever. I don't know. Big show playing for you next week, as I had mentioned just a little bit ago. September 11th, 2001. I will never forget. Till next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. This is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.